Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is November 28th and we will be reading paragraphs 2597 through 2604 today. And we are closing out the in brief section on uh, prayer in the Old Testament. And we'll start a, uh, a sec- the next uh, article uh, in the fullness of time, which is about prayer in the New Testament. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Prayed and fulfilled in Christ, the Psalms are an essential and permanent element of the prayer of the Church. They are suitable for men of every condition and time. Article 2, in the fullness of time. The drama of prayer is fully revealed to us in the Word who became flesh and dwells among us. To seek to understand his prayer through what his witnesses proclaim to us in the gospel, is to approach the Holy Lord Jesus as Moses approached the burning bush, first to contemplate him in prayer, then to hear how he teaches us to pray, in order to know how he hears our prayer. Jesus prays. The Son of God, who became Son of the Virgin, also learned to pray according to his human heart. He learns the formulas of prayer from his mother who kept in her heart and meditated upon all the great things done by the Almighty. He learns to pray in the words and rhythms of the prayer of his people, in the synagogue at Nazareth and the temple at Jerusalem. But his prayer springs from an otherwise secret source, as he intimates at the age of twelve, I must be in my father's house. Here the newness of prayer and the fullness of time begins to be revealed, his filial prayer which the Father awaits from his children, is finally going to be lived out by the only Son in his humanity, with and for men. The Gospel according to St. Luke emphasizes the action of the Holy Spirit and the meaning of prayer in Christ's ministry. Jesus prays before the decisive moments of his mission, before his Father's witness to him during his baptism and transfiguration, and before his own fulfillment of the Father's plan of love, by his passion. He also prays before the decisive moments involving the mission of his apostles, at his election and call of the twelve, before Peter's confession of him as the Christ of God, and again that the faith of the chief of the apostles may not fail when tempted. Jesus' prayer before the events of salvation that the Father has asked him to fulfill is a humble and trusting commitment of his human will to the loving will of the Father. He was praying in a certain place, and when he had ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. And seeing the Master at prayer, the disciple of Christ also wants to pray. By contemplating and hearing the Son, the Master of prayer, the children learn to pray to the Father. Jesus often draws apart to pray in solitude on a mountain, preferably at night. He includes all men in his prayer, for he has taken on humanity in his incarnation, and he offers them to the Father when he offers himself. Jesus the Word, who has become flesh, shares by his human prayer in all that his brethren brethren experience. He sympathizes with their weaknesses in order to free them. It was for this that the Father sent him. His words and works are the visible manifestation of his prayer in secret. The evangelists 
have preserved two more explicit prayers offered by Christ during his public ministry. Each begins with thanksgiving. In the first, Jesus confesses the Father, acknowledges, and blesses him, because he has hidden the mysteries of the kingdom from those who think themselves learned, and has revealed them to infants, the poor of the Beatitudes. His exclamation, Yes, Father, expresses the depth of his heart, his adherence to the Father's good pleasure, echoing his mother's fiat at the time of his conception, and prefiguring what he will say to the Father in his agony. The whole prayer of Jesus is contained in his loving adherence of his human heart to the mystery of the will of the Father. The second prayer before the raising of Lazarus is recorded by St. John. Thanksgiving precedes the event. Father, I thank you for having heard me, which implies that the Father always hears his petitions. Jesus immediately adds, I know that you always hear me, which implies that Jesus, on his part, constantly made such petitions. Jesus' prayer, characterized by thanksgiving, reveals to us how to ask. Before the gift is given, Jesus, Jesus commits himself to the one who in, giving, who in giving gives himself. The giver is more precious than the gift. He is the treasure. In him abides his son's heart. The gift is given as well. The priestly prayer of Jesus holds a unique place in the economy of salvation. A meditation on it will conclude section 1. It reveals the ever-present prayer of our high priest and, at the same time, contains what he teaches us about our prayer to, the fa to our Father, which will be developed in section 2. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.